Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you, for all of us, because we all need to know that we have the primary purpose and the primary obligation of maintaining our health. It's not the doctor's job to keep us healthy. And they know nothing about health. Truly. I'm not ragging on them. I'm not you know, criticizing doctors. It's just the way doctors are educated and trained that they know nothing about health and nutrition. They are drug therapists. And they provide drugs for diseases. But all of our so-called diseases are only metabolic disorders. There actually is no such thing as type 2 diabetes. Actually, what it is, is a high blood sugar level. All of our diseases, 98% of all the conditions that are treated by drugs by doctors, are created by what we do every day, our lifestyle choices. So I'm only here to call attention to how you may change your lifestyle choices and how you can make new and better choices to have a better and new health and a better quality of life. Whatever we do every day is a choice. Everything from what we wear to where we go to what we do are choices. And our health is based on our choices. Good choices, meaning good diet, good lifestyle choices, plenty of activity, good night's sleep, taking extra supplements to fill in the gap for the lack of nutrients that are in most of our foods today. All of those are choices. But today, 95% of all Americans are making bad choices. They may not know it because nobody calls attention to the bad choices that are people make that are, that people are making to cause their health unhealthy conditions. No one cares. The government doesn't care what you do. Drug companies want you to make bad choices because they may they need unhealthy people to sell their drugs to. They would not be growing as fast as they are today without sick people. I think I saw a figure of Pfizer in the last quarter made just $16 billion on the vaccines. Plus all the other drugs that bring in billions and billions of dollars that are of no value or little value. Satin drugs to lower cholesterol of no value. We need cholesterol to be healthy. And we don't have to worry about high cholesterol. It is far more valuable and far more healthy for us to have a higher cholesterol than a lower cholesterol. 
but everyone preaches that cholesterol and fats are bad for us, when in reality they are good for us. But I think I saw a figure on the statin drugs, $40 billion a year for drug companies selling drugs to lower a natural nutrient that is so required by your body that it's instilled in the manufacturing and producing cholesterol daily for you, for your health. It is not a supervillain. It is the angel that may save your life. Cholesterol is not bad for us. Although triglycerides are bad for us. And they're made from sugar and starch. Carbohydrates. We have this whole education of health and nutrition upside down. I don't know if it's intentional. I don't know if it's just out of ignorance. I don't know if it's just because it makes more money to have more sick people. But we are not eating a healthy diet, which in turn provides a healthy body and lifestyle. You know, we've been on the face of the earth for many, many, three, mil, three billion years, or excuse, three million years, excuse me, three million years. And where, when did we start making drugs like we are today? Well, we really have an onslaught of drugs being manufactured probably the last 40 years. Why do we need drugs that are very toxic, come with many, many side effects? Well, first of all, because people are not eating right and living a lifestyle that is healthy. We can change that, and that's why we're here. We only want to call your attention to some facts that may make you healthier. So we're going to talk about some news on Terry Talks Nutrition today. We'll talk about a, how to have a fast relief of pain. And we'll talk about how to eat a breakfast that burns fat. And how to cut down on sodium. New news about melatonin and MS, multiple sclerosis, and olive oil. Let me tell you that olive oil, in my estimation, my opinion, is not a, well, it is a food. But I think it's such a powerful food, I classify it as a medicine because it has so many medical values in our body. And that's all food. All food is medicine. Food is your best medicine. Food is the foundation of your health. Not drugs, not sugar, not carbohydrates, and that's what Americans are consuming. Lots of refined carbohydrates. A lot of sugar and starch. Also a lot of omega-6 fatty acids from vegetable oils. And then the, that breaks down your body to an unhealthy condition. And then you take drugs to try to correct the unhealthy condition 
that's caused by a lack of the good food. It's crazy. And then we'll help you understand why you can fight off respiratory infections that are caused by COVID-19. But we have so much to talk about every week. We never get through our whole venue or agenda of our health-promoting facts. So what's new on Terry Talks Nutrition? Well, one thing for sure is, last year, January 2021, I set a goal of writing 10 books during the year. And you can check out all my books that I wrote the past year on my website, Terry Talks Nutrition. TerryTalksNutrition.com Also in the book selection at Amazon.com You know, you deserve a healthy, thriving, healthy life. And I'm here for an hour on Saturday and Sunday. And this could be a weekly, or excuse me, a daily educational process. So reading books on various subjects of health and nutrition are far more effective because of what is heard in a conversation or in a lecture or in a radio show, tomorrow you will forget 90% of what you heard today. But when you read something and reread it and maybe underline it or highlight it and go back to read it again, you'll learn more. Books are powerful. Books tell a story that you will understand in a more friendly way as to why certain nutrients are so valuable for your health and why they are required. You don't just want to get a few things. You must get all those vitamins and minerals. And I emphasize must because all those vitamins and minerals are required on a daily basis. It's not a hit and miss basis of vitamins and minerals. We need them. And America is deficient up to 80 to 90% on many nutrients. 30% of the world's population is deficient in zinc and selenium, two of the most powerful minerals to avoid COVID-19 and reduce the risk of infection and death. There's so much value in these nutrients that Americans don't get today. And when I had a goal of writing 10 books this last year, I have achieved my goal. And my latest book is called Propolis. P-R-O-P-O-L-I-S. Propolis. It's a substance, the bees, used to decontaminate the colony or the hive 
because it prevents infection and is it an antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal preventative and treatment. So my book is called Propolis, The Natural Way to Prevent and Heal Infection. And it's available now as an e-book or paperback on Amazon. And what you'll learn is how the same thing that fights off viral, bacterial, fungal, and parasitic invaders in the beehive is also highly effective for humans, for you and I. Propolis, the natural way to prevent and heal infection, is easy to read. Well, I wrote it, so I know it's easy to read. I'm not highly scientific. A lot of the science, you know, is always, I always research it. I don't make it up. It's not from coming from me. It's coming from where I found it in the various scientific websites, like PubMed. And this book is really causing a buzz in the world of fighting infection. Go to Amazon. In the book section, under my name, just look for Terry Lemerand. Not Terry Naturally. That's what everybody called me. That's kind of my nickname. But Terry Lemerand. L-E-M. E-R-O-N-D. Terry Lemerand. You'll find it in the book section at Amazon.com. All my books. And you can go to my website, TerryTalksNutrition.com. You can find it there as well. But read the books. Learn how you can make yourself healthy. You are the only one, and I'm not pointing the finger at you, I'm pointing the finger at you and me, because we are both responsible, because we are the only ones that can improve our health or allow our body to deteriorate and become unhealthy. What we do is a choice. Always make better choices. Now, if you are struggling from pain, and you have pain from a variety of conditions, headache pain, joint pain, and just about any other kind of pain that you are struggling with and challenged with, now, I always like to suggest to find out why you have pain. I think it's good for you to check out with your physician to diagnose why you are pain-filled. And if the doctor says, well, you have arthritis, you have bursitis, you have inflammation, but... I'll just give you a drug to reduce the pain. Well, then now you have a natural choice. A drug always comes with side effects. Thousands of people die from Tylenol. Thousands of people die from ibuprofen. So every time you put a drug in your body, you could be one of those statistics. You could die. As Tylenol is the number one cause of liver failure 
and the cause of liver transplants because Tylenol destroys your liver. And even at the dosage recommended on the label of Tylenol, even if you take Tylenol at the dosage recommended, it can still cause liver failure. It is a very powerful toxic drug. And the worst part of it is it's sold over the counter. You can buy bottles of it. You can buy cases of it. And nobody cares. Because that makes you feel comfortable. Because I'm sure a lot of people think, well, it's sold over the counter. I don't need a prescription. Because drugs that are sold under prescription are usually very, very toxic and should be monitored by a physician. And I agree. But I agree all those pain-leaving drugs should only be prescribed by a physician because they are still very harmful. 16,000 to 60,000 is one of the last statistics I've seen on Tylenol and all the other pain-relieving drugs killing people in America. 60,000. So, while we are also concerned about viruses, COVID-19, all these other strains, Omicron, all these other strains of the virus killing people. But all drugs kill people. But the drug companies have freedom to produce drugs. And the freedom through physicians to prescribe them to people for diseases Remember, they are not diseases. They are metabolic disorders that are caused by our choices. So, it, I think it would be much better <clears throat> excuse me, to find a fast-relief natural product that will treat and relieve pain as effectively as drugs. And there are no side effects. The drugs, there are plenty of side effects. In fact, I really respect and I love to listen to Lester Holt, who is the newscaster. And one night I had him on and he was talking about, don't use um, Aleve or Advil because they cause heart disease and strokes. Yeah, you should know that too. Advil and Aleve cause heart attacks and strokes. So he said, use Tylenol instead. Oh my God. Now we have just jumped from the frying pan into the fire. All drugs, all drugs come with serious side effects. If you can avoid drugs, then you are really reducing the toxic effects of many of these drugs. And when you start on one, it won't be long. You'll be on two or three or four to put out the fire of the first prescription or the second prescription because they cause side effects and then other drugs are used to treat the other side effects. 
So let's talk about natural pain relief. Some of these natural products are so powerful. And they have been proven by scientific studies. But the thing you have to keep in mind, let's, I'm going to be talking about curcumin right now. Curcumin is from turmeric. And it relieves pain. But not all curcumin is the same. Just because it has the same name, it's not made from the same extract. It's not made with the same process. It's not made with the same ingredients to improve, improve and increase absorption. So it would be like saying everybody in the United States that has the name John or Sally are the same. Just because they have the same name doesn't make them the same. And curcumin, all curcumins on the market are not the same. Some of them are not very high quality. Some are extracted with very, very toxic chemicals. And some are combined to increase absorption with synthetic ingredients to try to increase absorption. What you want, and what I would prefer, is a curcumin that is combined with turmeric essential oils to increase the absorption. Not synthetic. And curcumin, from all the scientific studies, and there are about 18,000 studies on curcumin, and many of those studies are done on a form of curcumin called curcumin BCM95. BCM95. That's a very special form of curcumin that is bound to turmeric essential oils. And by the way, I know a lot of people that take turmeric, not curcumin, but they take turmeric, but curcumin BCM95 is 500 times stronger than turmeric or turmeric. And it reduces the intensity of muscle pain, joint pain, headaches, and reduces muscle damage and has a very powerful anti-inflammatory effect. In fact, at Baylor University in Dallas, Texas, MD Anderson Hospital in Houston, Texas, and the New City of Hope Hospital in Los Angeles, Pasadena, and um, I think, can't think of the other city where they are. Um, what is it? I can't think of it. Anyway, they're in three different cities in, in, in um, California. They have proven scientifically that curcumin is as effective and as powerful without the side effects as steroids. Why not use a natural source? And clinical trials have shown that curcumin reduces muscle pain, 
joint pain, and increases athletic performance. Speeds recovery after exercise. Reduces exercise-induced inflammation. Inflammation is the root cause of almost all of our diseases. There are two processes that start 98% of all of our diseases, and including cancer. First of all, we have oxidative stress. Oxidative stress damages our cells, ages our cells, influences cancer, and increases the risk of cancer, increases the risk of heart disease. All diseases, the inflammatory process, is the root cause, underlying cause. So we want to reduce inflammation. We are a nation of inflammation. Everybody is inflamed. You know, inflammation is not bad for us, generally speaking. It is good for us. Because when we injure ourselves, inflammation is a healing process. When you twist your knee, or you sprain your ankle, or you have an injury of some sort, or you slam your finger in the car door. What does that, what do those injuries look like? Well, first of all, you'll feel heat. If you touch your ankle or touch your knee, you're going to feel heat. That area is going to be warm. It's going to be swollen. It's going to be maybe black and blue. It's going to have pain. So, all the inflammatory processes come to those injured areas to heal it. And maybe in a few days, a few weeks, you're back to your old self again. So why do we have chronic inflammation? Why do we always have arthritis and heart disease and obesity and Alzheimer's disease, all the and, and type 2 diabetes? What's, what's wrong with all these diseases? They're caused by inflammation. Well, where does the inflammation come from? It comes from your diet. The diet is number one in causing inflammation. What kind of diet? Carbohydrates and sugar and vegetable oils cause inflammation, chronic inflammation. So we need to change the diet. If you want to reduce inflammation, we must change the diet. Hang on, folks. I've got a pause here. We're going to have some commercials come up, I guess. But I'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. I'll be right here. So let's pause for a moment. This is Terry Talks to Trish, and I'm Terry Naturally. Back right after this. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally. We have another half hour of our program. We're going to be here to the top of the hour. So stay with us. We have a lot more to talk about information. If you get one thing that you understand is that you want to reduce inflammation in your body. There's a marker, CRP, that your doctor can actually examine or diagnose your level of inflammation by looking at that marker, the 
CPR marker, an inflammation marker that determines the level of inflammation that you have. And I would say 95, 98% of everyone in America has a high inflammatory process. Our bodies are filled with inflammation. How do we do, reduce inflammation? As I said at the end of my first portion of the program, we have to do it with diet. No, you can't eat a diet that causes inflammation and take pills, synthetic or natural. It doesn't make sense. If you want the best results, stop producing inflammation. And inflammation is caused by sugar, carbohydrates, vegetable oils. Now here is my suggestion. You have to lower your carbohydrates and absolutely no sugar. Tough, I know. Because that's what everybody is accustomed to eating. And when you take away what people like, it's tough. But I'll tell you what. If you're suffering from pain, if you have a disease that you're taking many drugs for, and you still don't feel healthy, you feel terrible, your life is not worth living, there are people out there like that. First of all, you may need some sacrificing, some discipline to follow a new diet. The low-carbohydrate diet in any form is going to be tremendously successful in lowering your level of inflammation. No question. You've got to get rid of carbohydrates and sugar. Lower your carbohydrates down to about, depending on how sick you are, how much pain you have, reduce your carbohydrates down to 25 to 50 grams per day, at least in the initial stages of your adoption of the new diet, because you have to get everything under control fast. Then later you can start increasing your carbohydrates slightly, but still maintain less than 75 grams of carbohydrates per day. And you can do that by eating low-carbohydrate, low-sugar fruits and vegetables. And eating a high-protein, high-fat diet. Yes, I did say high-fat diet. You did not misunderstand me. High-protein, high-fat All these fats are good for your health. And I know there are many good oils out there that we can use in the place of vegetable oils. Vegetable oils like soybean oil, corn oil, grapeseed oil, peanut oil, safflower, sunflower, all of these oils are very, very high in omega-6 fatty acids. And omega-6 fatty acids is a pro-inflammatory type of fatty acid. Now, we need some. 
We need some omega-6, but very, very small. Now the good oils are olive oil, avocado oil, macadamia nut oil. These are the good oils, pecan oil. But I just think the best oil in the world is extra virgin olive oil. The best oil in the world. And to me, it's a medicine. It has so much value in reducing a number of different diseases. And I will, I should dedicate a large portion of one of my programs coming up in the future strictly on olive oil. It's a medicine. And you want to get an oil that is a little bit what you, I, I don't know what you think about it when you swallow it, but olive oil should leave a little tingle in your throat. A little bit of a spike or a little bit of a spicy taste. It kind of <clears throat> makes you want to clear your throat or cough a little bit. Those pungent spiced notes are from a group of compounds called polyphenols. And those are very, very powerful anti-inflammatory health-promoting compounds. So you want, you don't want a buttery olive oil. You want one that has a little pungent note at the end of taking it. And don't try it with bread. Don't dip bread in olive oil and taste your olive oil. Put it on a spoon and take it off of a spoon. And I would recommend at least two to three tablespoons a day off the spoon, not on your salad. Use it again on your salad too. Yeah, use it everywhere. But I want to make sure that I get at least three undiluted tablespoons of olive oil. You put it in a bowl on your salad and you eat your salad how oily is that bowl? You're leaving all the oil in the bowl, or much of it. It's a waste. And cooking with it, yes, just low heat temperatures. I use olive oil on everything. I cook my eggs, whatever I want to cook, it's an olive oil. It's the medicine of choice. Now, there are many clinical trials, as I said before, on curcumin to speed recovery after exercise, to reduce exercise-induced inflammation, to reduce muscle pain, joint pain, headaches. Uh, you name the pain, it's going to take care of your pain. So this combination is going to be superior to synthetic drugs. Now the fast pain relief, from the studies I've seen, come from a combination of curcumin, boswellia, emulsified with black sesame seed oil. Now this is a pain-relieving miracle. I don't like the word miracle because it, it sounds too much to be expected. But it works fantastically. The studies I've seen for healthy adults with acute muscle pain, joint pain, headaches, when they took an herbal pain blend of the curcumin, boswellia, and black sesame seed oil, this is the herbal pain blend I'm talking about. Or if they were taking an OC, <clears throat> OTC pain drug once a day in the morning for seven days. Now they took the herbal blend, 
and a group of people took the pain drug. What was the result of this study? A proprietary herbal pain blend. Curcumin boswellia emulsified, which makes it easier to be absorbed, with black sesame seed oil, 1,000 milligrams, which equals two soft gel capsules. The other group of patients in the study, or subjects in the study, they took an OTC pain drug called acetaminophen, or otherwise a trademark for that drug is Tylenol, and they took 1,000 milligrams. Each group, the herbal pain blend, 1,000 milligrams, the pain drug, 1,000 milligrams, which equal two tablets of Tylenol. Now, the results of this study. Both groups had equally effective pain relief. Wow. That means the herbal pain blend, curcumin, boswellia, and black sesame seed oil, was as effective as Tylenol. But the group that took the herbal pain blend had no side effects. And there are many side effects, as I already alluded to in the beginning of my program, that acetaminophen kills thousands of people annually. It's the number one cause of liver failure. And it's even worse if you take acetaminophen, Tylenol, and you drink. Now, I'm, su I'm not suggesting that you drink, but you can have a glass of wine or a beer with the, pay, with, the, with the herbal pain relieving product, the pain blend, and no side effects. Both groups, the drug, the pain drug, OTC, acetaminophen, the herbal pain blend, had equally effective pain relief. Tylenol had side effects. The herbal pain blend had no side effects and actually had a bonus. You know, when people have pain, they're ugly. And I don't mean that I'm criticizing anybody with pain, but why would you feel good? If you have pain, you're not going to be in a good mood. And if you have chronic pain and you're sick and tired of the pain, you feel terrible. <clears throat> you might bump into somebody in the grocery store or someplace else and they might bite your head off. Or when they check out, they may be rude. You know, you got to cut them some slack. I think people that are irritable, ugly, moody, unhappy, unpleasant, is because they have pain or a crippling disease. So cut people slack. Forgive them. Don't be mad at them. Be happy that you're not in their shoes. And the herbal pain blend we just talked about, curcumin, boswellia, and black sesame seed oil, was eight times better in reducing the unpleasantness and the emotional aspect of acute pain. Eight times better than Tylenol. 
Eight times better than acetaminophen. They were happier, even though, even though pain was being relieved and not all the pain, they were still happier. They were in a better mood. And that all comes with using a natural product. And this was based on the results detectable with just one dose, the very first dose, as soon as just one hour after taking the combination herbal blend. And no side effects, no adverse effects, no adverse events. It's better to use a natural source that has been proven effective. Now, as I said before, not all John and Sally's are the same, even though they have the same name. Not all curcumin and boswellia and black sesame seed oil is the same. There are different degrees of quality of everything. Humans, animals, whatever you want, whatever you whatever there is. So you can't just choose anything and expect it to have the same results as the studies. You have to use the ingredients that were tested and proven effective. And not just for muscle pain. In rheumatoid arthritis, patients with severe rheumatoid arthritis were treated with curcumin, BCM95. It reduced the pain and swelling more effectively than prescription drugs. 14% of the patients in the drug group dropped out because of the side effects and severe adverse effects, while in the curcumin group, zero subjects in the curcumin group dropped out. In another study, of curcumin versus ibuprofen in arthritis patients, the curcumin group had less pain and better ability to walk upstairs and walk a distance than those that were in the ibuprofen group. And in the curcumin group, there were no adverse effects. In the ibuprofen group, there were patients that did not complete the study because of side effects. Curcumin plus boswellia in a study relieved arthritis pain more effectively than a prescription NSAID. Celebrex. The combination curcumin and boswellia was more effective than Celebrex, which is one of the most common prescription drugs for arthritis. In the, in the curcumin Boswellia group, 14% of the patients were pain-free after three months. And in the Celebrex group, 7% of the drug group found relief of pain. Now, the curcumin Boswellia group had no side effects or adverse events. So how do you relieve pain? First of all, fast-acting pain relief. 
It's brought about by consuming curcumin boswellia that is blended with black sesame seed oil. A thousand milligrams of the blend. That means two soft gel capsules once or twice daily. There are absolutely no toxic effects, no significant side effects, and can be given to children. Now, the only thing I will suggest about children, it's safe for children, especially over the age of 12. I would even go down to the age of 6 for one soft gel daily. But you want to know why children would have pain. I would never give a child a pain-relieving medication if I didn't know why they had pain. So if your child has pain, see your physician. Find out why the child has pain. You never know what has caused the pain, and you certainly don't want to suggest, a, even if it's natural, a pain-relieving product. Why do they have pain? Children should not have pain. So find out why. If you see them playing soccer and they slide down and they scrape their knee and it hurts, you know why they have pain. If you want to give them a soft gel capsule, that would be preferred. But if you don't know why they have pain, always consult your physician. Now, you know, we talked about fats being our friend. Fat is not a super, super villain. It is one of the most preferable fat burning, fat energy levels, not a evil super villain. So you can help yourself by eating a breakfast, a fat burning diet. Big breakfasts with lots of fats have big benefits. 29 overweight but otherwise healthy men and women received either a high fat breakfast which came out to be about 35% carbs and 20% protein, and 45% fat. Now, this is, the, this is the study. I can't change the study. This is the study, and it's one of the better ones that I found that can emphasize why you should be eating more fats for breakfast. But I would change this if I were to do a fat-burning study. I would have 10% carbs, about 40% protein or 30% protein and about 50% to 60% fat. But in this case, it still was a high fat diet, 45%. And this was consumed by a group of patients versus another group of patients that consumed a high carb breakfast that was 60% carbs, 20% protein, 20% fat for four weeks while eating a neutral lunch and dinner. So the only thing that was required by the subject of the study 
was what they would eat at breakfast. They could have what they wanted at lunch and dinner. And the results of this high-fat group breakfast saw an increased fat burning, fat oxidation, lasting for 24 hours, as well as better blood sugar levels and less insulin resistance. Eat a high-fat breakfast. And I know, I don't think anybody in America eats a high-fat breakfast. Most of the ones I see are all carbohydrates. I especially see so many people drive through the coffee pickup, the drive-through, and they get a big sugar coffee drink. They don't get coffee. Coffee's great. Black coffee. If you want to put a little cream in it, okay. No sugar. Cream's okay. And then they get a muffin with lots of omega-6 fatty acids, a lot of sugar, a lot of refined carbohydrates. I don't care if it's called a bran muffin. Not good for you anyway. I don't care about the bran. Or they get some other really high sugar breakfast. And everybody's on high carbs, high sugar. Yeah, it tastes good. But it's not good for you. And if you're struggling with pain, you're struggling with a disease, and you're on a number of drugs, come on. You've got to get off that stuff. And you can do it. I've talked to thousands of people when I travel and do lectures that come up to me after my lecture because I talk about a low-carb diet as a, flat, as a foundation of a healthy diet. And they say, I did that. Three, four, five, six months, a year ago, two years ago, I went on a low-carb diet. I went on the ketogenic diet. I went on the paleo diet. And I got off all my drugs. I've lost 60, 70, 80 pounds or whatever. And I feel fantastic. I can walk all day. I have all-day energy. It gives you the basic foundation of a healthy lifestyle. Now, in a separate study... Researchers compared a large breakfast, average-sized lunch, and a small dinner versus eating six small meals a day in overweight people with type 2 diabetes for three months. And the results of this study. The big breakfast group experienced less hunger and lost 11 pounds each on average while the small meals gained weight. Now, when you eat a high-fat breakfast, it has been calculated by research that you will eat 500, cal uh, 500 calories less that day. Now, in order to reduce one pound of weight, we have to eliminate 3,500 calories. So if you have a high-fat breakfast, large breakfast, two, three eggs in olive oil, four, five, six slices of bacon, a cup of coffee, water, no juice. Maybe you have a dish of berries smothered in cream, whole cream, two or three tablespoons of olive oil. 
you cut down 500 calories that day. In seven days, cutting 500 calories per day, that's 3,500 calories, you will drop a pound by eating a fat, big, huge breakfast. Satisfying, healthy. Eat more if you want. If you eat the right food, you can't eat too much because you won't eat too much. And additionally, the big breakfast group saw reductions in their blood sugar levels. Oh, that means they won't be a type 2 diabetic because there really is truly no type 2 diabetes disease. It's optional. Either you eat too much sugar or you don't eat the sugar. It's only calculated by how much sugar they find in your bloodstream at the moment that they take your blood. And if there's a lot of sugar up there, they just classify you as a type 2 diabetic because you're not a type 1. What must you be then? Well, then we'll make you a type 2. It's baloney. There's no such thing as diabetes type 2. It's just measuring your blood sugar level, finding it high. Well, good Lord, why wouldn't it be high with all the sugar that people eat today in America? And we're able to reduce all their diabetic medication dosages by having a big breakfast, a lot of fat, and no sugar. Three, four scrambled eggs or three, four poached eggs, boiled eggs, any way you want it, in olive oil. Four, five, six, seven, uh, sometimes I always, when I have travel, I order four, usually four eggs in a different manner. Sometimes they're an omelet, sometimes they're boiled eggs, sometimes they're poached eggs. Um, and I always make sure that they don't come out of a box, they come out of a shell. I said, do you crack those shells when you make my, my omelet? Oh, yes, yes. Or otherwise, say, no, we pour it out of a box. I don't want it. Then give me boiled eggs, because then I know they have to take it out of a shell. I don't want that stuff that they pour out. And then I get a, always get a double order of bacon, six to eight slices of bacon. And usually that's enough for me. Otherwise, if they have berries, then I get a nice big dish of berries. Makes a huge difference in your life. With that, my friends, I'm all out of time. I've got to run because we only have a few seconds left. But I just want to remind you, you make the difference. You are the only ones that can change your health. And you are the only ones that can eat an American diet and destroy your health. And with that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you. And God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.